Hey everyone, please take our survey. Find the link on our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. You'll get a free pattern as a thank you. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Kate Zeinard. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we're thinking about Valentine's Day and talking about sewing for date nights of all kinds. Then we'll spend some time talking about sewing for the men in our lives. We'll each share a little something in our Sojo segment, then we'll ask you to share something too. But before we get started, I'm in the studio. Yay! Yay. Meg's sitting here right next to us. I am here in person, not through a screen, so it's good to... For the first time ever, it's super exciting. It is. Yeah. Yeah, so how have your guys' weeks been? I know I've seen you kind of poking around the office. I've been filming all week, so it's my first day kind of in cube life, which I'm really enjoying. (laughs) Always wanted a cube of my own. (laughs) Goals. Walls. Walls, yes. Walls are good. Yeah. It's been a good week. It's been a busy week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We had had, uh, Monday off for Martin Luther King Day. Right, yes. And... um, How was that? So, it was was good. I went to the Mm -hmm. museum with my godkids. Oh, We had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you posted a picture, didn't you? You were wearing, like, um, you got, like, a shirt or something. I did get a shirt. I didn't take a. Oh, I didn't, didn't post you? a picture yet. Oh, okay. I'll have to do that. It's yeah. No, it's great. It's got a Tyrannosaurus Rex holding a wine glass and says "Guinosaurus" nice. on yes. it because it's from the Museum of Natural History and it's amazing. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So Sounds awesome. I'm gonna wear it this weekend. I'll grab a picture. Yeah, definitely. That's would be the dinosaur that I would be if I was born a million yeah, years like ago. The best of both worlds: dinosaurs yeah. and wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. All right, so let's get started talking about date night. So um, we talk a lot about sewing for every day, but when you're going on a date night, you kind of want to maybe get outside your regular everyday stuff a little bit, dress up a little bit more. And one of the fun things about sewing, of course, is that you can um, get, you can make yourself things that you can't necessarily find in a store. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to talk about special occasion stuff, but I also want to talk about, like, Day dates, which are awesome and don't usually require quite as Oh, I love a good stuff. day date. Oh, Same. I know. So fun. Yeah. So um, do you guys sew for your date nights? I do, actually. Uh, when I was living in New York, I remember for Berta, we did like a date night post. We all did a dress and I made my favorite dress. It was called the scuba dress and it was like stretched leather and it was like really, wow. really cute and like side mesh panels with, I then I didn't have anyone to date. So it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Aww. it was like actually ironic. Um, I actually met my now fiance the day after Valentine's Day. I met him oh. on February 15th. Aww, nice. Yeah, so we kind of just lump our anniversary in Valentine's Day kind of. Oh, that's awesome. But I do Perfect. like making some special, yeah. yeah. How about you, Amanda? Um, I do. I feel like I tend to focus on the bigger occasions like anniversary date mm-hmm. nights. Yeah. But I feel like I've actually got a couple of date nights coming up um, in February and then and in March actually going to a couple of concerts. So nice. I feel like I 
my approach in the past, I, I feel like I've got a few things that I wear kind of over and over again. They're like my date night thing. Um, but I feel like I need a few more in the mix. So um, mm-hmm. that's that's my plan. What what kind of fanciness level do you go for for this? I know story? I'm very I curious. mean, you guys know me, <laughs> so, so not very, not very. I mean, um, yeah, I've I've got a few different. Uh, for me, it's more about bringing in kind of a fancy fabric. So I've got um, I've got some leopard print that I'm gonna work with, oh, and nice. and then. Um, Kind of making like a drapier shirt, like a drapier fabric than I usually work with. Something a little bit more. I mean, it's like end. cardigan couture, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, always. I mean, that that is Amanda's look. I yes. Just, just thought about it. Like just that. put a cardigan on it. Yeah. Cardigan couture. You need some. Uh, you need some garment labels that say that. Probably. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not supposed to make any more cardigans, remember? Right. But I just made one. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, have you been sticking to that? We can no. make an exception for couture cardigans. Okay. Exactly. Well, and you can Thanks, put guys. the labels in all of the cardigans you've already made. So. It's true. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yes, definitely. I don't, I don't know. I don't really sew very much for a date night, except that, you know, when I do a lot of sewing, I uh, many of the things that I do are a little bit nicer than my basic wear Mm because you know it's kind of work wear business casual sort of thing and um when i do go out on dates i might be more likely to wear one of those um i do have my little black dress which is not actually black we did a feature um i think a couple years ago Mm -hmm. in so news where we each made a little black dress oh yes i remember that because i was not included no i'm just sorry (laughs) next time next time time, definitely um and i think i think um there was only one dress that was actually completely black and mine I actually picked a color called raisin which depending on the light is kind of brown or kind of like a uh, purple yeah nice. so it's really cool and um so I made and I got some beautiful uh silk dupioni and mm, so I made myself nice. a silk dupioni with a little bit of uh beaded trim and that's kind of the fanciest thing I've made for myself anytime recently yeah <laughs> so if I have a, a fancy date if I'm going out to a, a nice dinner with my husband mm-hmm. I'll put that on um, yeah. Yeah. What I like to do too is Julian doesn't like getting that like fancy and doing fancy things. So I have date nights with like my girlfriends all the time. We'd get dressed up and go to like a really nice hotel lobby for a, you know, $20 drink. And, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So that I, sounds really, great. I, it's a nice, a nice excuse for, you know, all the, all the girls to get dressed up. I always find I do actually more of those. Than yeah. I do like a couple a couple days we do more day dates like mm-hmm. biking mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um the biker shorts will come in handy for that <gasps> oh my yes. gosh guys yes. <laughs> tie fashion, it to last episode yes yeah. fashion bike shorts for date night it'll be fashion perfect bike yeah. shorts so uh so you say you with when you go out with julian you go out on the more casual things yeah um so do you have anything special that you wear for those or is it just you know whatever you would wear on i usually day? wear what I've recently sewn for a mashup or something mm-hmm. special, I usually just say, okay, that now it's a great time to wear something that I've made. Something special. newish. Something newish, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's sometimes my mashups aren't really like day to day wear, so it's a nice excuse to, yeah, just to wear that. Just take an advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to confess, my most likely day date is going to be mini golf because my husband oh, loves mini golf. I mini love mini golf too. Um, and I'll tell you what, I am a terrible mini golfer on the first round, but I am a shark after that. <laughs> I, don't know, I, need, I need like one round to get my to get my feel for it. And then after that, I'm like, 
beating everybody. It's great. Uh, except for the first round, because that's frustrating. Just a warm up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, I, you know, when I go mini golfing, it's usually hot. It's the summer. And yeah. I just end up wearing, you know, whatever T-shirt and tank top and shorts that I was wearing anyway. So sometimes I made those and sometimes I didn't. But um, I think my, my base day date look is not particularly dressed up at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Amanda? Day dates? Day dates, we haven't gotten to do a lot of those recently, but we have talked about doing one coming up and heading out to um, some nearby hot springs. So um, I do have on my list to sew a swimsuit and still figuring that out. I did. I did. But I'm not sure if I have time um, to do it before that. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think it depends on what we're doing, if we're going mm. for a hike What's or visiting some um, local breweries or something like that. But I I definitely tend to wear whatever I've made most recently yeah. because I'm in love with something at the mm-hmm. moment exactly. and um, find a way to make that work. But I don't think we we haven't really done too many super fancy things. Like I, I think our, our dates in general and day dates um, definitely tend to be more casual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we might have to change that. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> sure. like only a couple times, yeah, where we like really, really fancy dress it up. up. Yeah. yeah, and Julian's like, I'm gonna get the suit out. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> suit time. Yeah. What color is it? Oh, he got it. He has like a blue houndstooth suit. That nice. He yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He... Do you have a picture? Uh, yes, we might have I to put do. that on show I notes. Do actually, Will yes. he be okay with that? Oh, I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure, he'll be fine with that. <laughs> yeah, he has some pictures and that and yeah like we consider going to other people's weddings as like a date for us totally because it's like open bar and you know have a dinner and (laughs) do some dancing and uh, I wish I could convince Mark to dance with me at other people's weddings (laughs) but he just is like I don't like dancing and I'm like (laughs) fine I'll go dance with my cousin oh yeah that's another thing that Julian and I do as date nights we we like to do activities so we take swing dancing lessons and so that's like something that we can we can do. Um, I, and do you have I a can, swing outfit? I was just thinking that I want to make, like, obviously, like, nice circle, like, yeah. swing skirt and stuff. Yeah. Um, a because, nice pair of spankies. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, you know what? I might be, I'm kind of skipping a, skipping ahead here. What? But some sojo that yeah. could be some, oh, I don't yeah. know. That would be so fun. I know. You could just have yeah. so much fun with that. Yeah, yeah, back when I was in college, I had a... Um, I had a, a, sw- a swing dance, you know, there was about a year there where I did a uh-huh. lot of swing dancing, and I somehow managed to convince my mother, because I hadn't started sewing at the time, to make me this awesome, like, 40s-style dress with black with white polka dots Aww. and red buttons, and it was so great, and I would go swing dancing. In nice. It. To awesome. see me have a poodle embroidery, I was just trying to think, make a little embroider a little poodle I on it. I don't think we do, think so. but you should do that. Yeah, yeah you, you definitely have, should. Yeah, I definitely um, should. Okay. I've, yeah, I think we can definitely find Maybe I'll one. just, or I can just use the pug, the pug Oh dog. my gosh. And they do have the poodle face from oh, that oh, same do. collection. We do, you're yes, right. Okay. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Because I knew you guys had the dog collection because mm-hmm. I've, I think you I should do pic- the pug though. I, I was picturing a full body a skirt, but um, yeah, but yeah, skirt. we've got the face for sure, and we've got oh, we've got a whole bunch of cute ones in that collection. So awesome. yeah, just shoot me an email, I'll send you whatever you need. Awesome. All right. So, um, do you guys ever do anything really fancy? I know you're planning something pretty fancy, Meg. Oh yeah, like real fancy. Well, actually, not really fancy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want our. Are you talking about my? Yes, wedding? I'm talking about yes. your wedding. <laughs> we don't want it to be too fancy. It's gonna be. 
Not like like super super fancy, but yeah. still a little bit more than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want it to be fun, you know. But we're gonna so, have yeah a wedding episode coming up. So I'll so we'll go into details there. Can't that. wait. So one of the things that I do when I'm trying to dress something up is I take a usually a tried and true pattern or a pattern I've sewn before. Oh, that's a good idea. And then I find some really fancy fabric and then I make something that I know I like the look of Mm -hmm. and I make it in uh, something that kind of elevates it. Um, When I, that dress I was talking about, my little black dress, uh, it's actually a casual sundress. Um, It's the Josie dress from uh, which... um, who made that? Christine Haynes. Christine Haynes made mm-hmm. it for So News. And she, uh, it's cute little um, ampere waisted sundress and it's got pockets and I love it. And then you made it up in silk and put on some beads and it actually looks quite fancy. So um, I think that's a great way to deal with the idea of trying to dress stuff up. Do you guys, do you guys do that? That's totally my mode. I mean, I think for me, it might be might be one part laziness. It's like, if I'm only going to wear it one time, I'm going to use a pattern I've already put together and I know fits me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of love that. I mean, I, I don't tend to wear um, either store-bought or things I make like super fancy, complicated garments. I definitely like more simple things. So I think that's a good fit for, for mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. I have, um, I really like the Lubox top by So DIY. It's mm-hmm. just a really basic top and I've made it in so many different things from like silky style to, um, the, the one, the fanciest one I have is, um, a knit that is like gold speckles, um, which yes. is kind of, pretty much my go-to like date night concert shirt mm-hmm. um but i also really like the esme maxi cardigan by named and i'm actually wearing one of those today that's oh, made nice. in kind of um kind of a sweatshirt material but i have one that was that i made in a, a wool boucle um like a stretch Ooh. and so that's so it's kind of fuzzy looking and mm-hmm. kind of long and dramatic um but i so i but i love those patterns because you can mm-hmm. you can dress them up really easily with with just a you know the fabric selection so mm-hmm. but i i kind of am in the mood to to sew some more fancy things i um well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I've really been loving the um, break, breaking the pattern book by Named mm-hmm. that just came out, and oh. there's a there's a there are a bunch of garments in there that um, are just. I mean, they're they're kind of like a little bit more of a statement piece, and you know, with like open sleeves and um, bows on this on the um, cuffs and mm-hmm. little fancy All details. Little details. So yeah. kind of in the mood. So yeah, we'll see how I long it lasts. Awesome. It's the season. Yeah. Well, I want to see what you make. And yeah, yeah we've got Valentine's Day coming up and you've got all those concerts. So exactly. maybe I'll have something great to wear for That's an the plan. date. Mm-hmm. And for, I just want to say, Kate, I love the way you say Ampere. I know. That was, I was awesome. Like, I was like Empire way. Like, yeah. Ampere. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to... Take take that with me take back it. to Canada. The Ampere way. You learned that in Colorado. Take that back with me. Okay, thank you. It <laughs> was fancy. Now. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, does anybody have else anything have anything they want to say about date night sewing? Favorite no. patterns? Favorite fabrics? I don't know. No, I'm good. I'm You're inspired. Good? We, we've am. done it. All right, well, thanks for talking about that. And in just a minute, we're going to move on to menswear. 
So I don't know if you guys follow the make nine hashtag, um, but it seems like everybody this year for 2019 has menswear items in their as part of their sewing goals. Um, and we also are learning kind of through the Sew News Men Who Sew column this year that there's a well-established and growing community mm-hmm. of men who sew for themselves. So I'm really excited about this trend. I hope it um, leads to good things and more options in menswear. Um, but I wanted to talk about that today with you guys, you know, whether it's dads, husbands, fiancés, uncles, nephews, friends. Do you guys sew for men? I, I do. I, I've i only really sewed, like, button-up shirts because I find mm-hmm, them easy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. fun to do and also easy to easy to fit. Yeah. Because that's one thing I find difficult. Same. It's, you don't know the fit. You don't have kind of, you know. Just seems like a different world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I take an existing shirt that I know Julian likes the fit of and I just mm-hmm. take those measurements right to the pattern so I know which size and it's been, it's been really good. So I like to sew, like, crazy you know, button up shirts. So he, his favorite is um, a donut shirt that I made. Oh him. my it's, gosh. Yeah, he gets compliments on it all the time. It's does he pink. wear it with pride? Oh, he. Does he tell people w- you made it? Of course he I does. Love that. Yeah, no, he <laughs> loves the button up shirts that that I make him. So it's that's just kinda, awesome. Kind of fun. That's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> and see, my story is kind of funny because I, as, as a person in, who was sewing in the theater as a customer, I did sew for men all the time because, you know, half to right. more than half of actors yeah. are men. Um, I feel like we sewed for women more than men because they had a tendency, like a pair of black trousers is a pair of black trousers. Right. And unless you're looking at a certain time period, yeah. you can they can kind of work for almost any era. So you, unless, you know, you're, you're like going for a straight out zoot suit or something, mm-hmm. you don't need to necessarily um, do something new for every show. So we had a big stock of like trousers and dress shirts and stuff like that. And so we do a lot of pulling. Um, So we, uh, pulling being, we would pull them out of our storage and put them on actors and figure out what fits (laughs) and then do any alterations we needed to do. Sorry, throwing out uh, theater terms there. But um, so we didn't do as much sewing as we did for women, though I do remember, I remember making a pair of like, velveteen uh, mustard yellow lederhosen when we were doing Pinocchio. Awesome. Nice. Yes. This was my first welt pocket. It actually went really well. Um, there it went was... really welt. Oh, gosh. It... <laughs> my sewing puns are just oh, firing. I feel like we should have a running tally <laughs> than, like, a winner. But then, the, yeah. Uh... Who can make the most sewing puns? <laughs> it's probably not going to be me. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, and then, I well, there was the whole full Monty thing. Um, so, yes, I have officially sewn breakaway G-strings for men. That's such a good skill to have. I know, I mean, right? you never know when you're going to need <laughs> exactly. it in the future. Exactly. Yeah, you should have seen Mick's face when I said that. She's like, what did you just say? <laughs> you heard right. <laughs> yeah, breakaway G-strings. Made a whole bunch. And, of course, you had to make two for every actor because... They, uh, they got kind of damp if you were doing a two-show oh, day. <laughs> no. That's all we need to TMI. know about that. All right, all right. No, stopping with that. But, uh, and then, of course, you know, you're doing something like Aida, and you find that what you're sewing for men is wraparound skirts because it's in ancient Egypt. So, okay. you know, my my menswear sewing is just all over all the over place. All over the board. That's but so fun, it's though. all kind of in the past because now that I'm 
not sewing for the theater anymore. I'm mostly sewing for me. And uh-huh. uh, I am a very, very bad wife because Mark asked me to make him something a couple of months ago, and I have not done it yet. So yeah, uh, got to start putting some pressure on me to make Mark his uh, T-shirt and his polo shirt. It's just a t-shirt. <laughs> I know, but I haven't done it. That's bad. I was going to say I that a couple of months is not so bad, but yeah. if it's a t-shirt. If it's, it's a t-shirt. t-shirt. Well, part of the problem is he wants a very specific fabric, and it's a fabric that I bought. Blame it on Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Blame it on Mark. He wants a fabric that I that I got on the internet. It's the same stuff I have some of my shirts out of, and he's like, it's so soft, I want a shirt yeah. out of this. And I got it on the internet, and I haven't gotten around to ordering more yet. So it's not like I can just run over to the local fabric store right. and pick up what he needs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm or okay. Make him a crop top, a crop. <laughs> there you go. That's all he needs. Here, Just here you piece go. it, piece it together from my scraps. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I I definitely have only sewn my husband like one garment. I've sewn him other stuff like bags and mm-hmm. things like that, but I sewed him last year a cardigan, mm-hmm. which was kind of perfect <laughs> because I feel like I got out of the whole fitting issue. You know, a cardigan, I feel like you've got a lot of leeway. It can be a little Hashtag big. cardigan couple. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. We should take some photos. Um, but I have fabric in my stash that has been there for, it. oh, it has to be almost two years. And I was supposed to make some pants and I haven't yet. So I really need to get on that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like how do you guys feel about the the availability of patterns for men? Because when I, I was initially thinking about this, and it feels pretty limited, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's because it is actually limited or if men's clothing just isn't quite as varied as women's clothing is. But looking out there, there's there's a lot of patterns, and yeah. there, there is a good variety. So. Yeah, I know Perda comes out with a men's pattern exactly. like every other so. issue or so, and sometimes there's a whole men's collection, um, but they come up with lots of little boys. Um, yes, right. So but yeah, they have, a, they have a hoodie in the... December issue that I'm going to make Julian. It's a really good pattern. It has a sewing lesson and everything. And yeah, that one's cute. Yeah, isn't that cute? Yeah. So yeah, I think I think a lot of it comes down to there's only so much that men are really allowed to wear by our society. Yeah, and, which you know. Is unfor- yeah. Once you make a t-shirt pattern, I mean, you can make uh, you can yeah. make like six different t-shirt patterns for women with different with different touches exactly. to them. But it's harder to do that for men because men's T-shirts are so standardized. And mm-hmm. same thing with button-down shirts. I mean, you've got, like, a sleeve length difference and maybe how how mm-hmm. fitted it is mm-hmm. through the body. And then after that, it's like, okay, so you could do some collar differentiation, but that's, I mean, that's about as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think a big part of the limitation is just how much men are allowed to wear by society. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. What about, I I feel like a lot of it comes down to fabric selection, too. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this, and I was like, it is kind of hard to find fabric for menswear. But then I was also thinking about pretty much every fabric I use could also be used for a man. Like, I don't (laughs) tend to use very feminine fabrics. Like, they're pretty basic. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, there's all kinds of linens and iCat weaves and... Um, I mean, there's there's is actually a lot. I mm-hmm. think I made a lot of excuses for myself in my head, and then when I thought about it a little bit more, I realized mm-hmm. there's they more were than just excuses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For, for me, I just head over to that 
quilting cotton food section. I mean, I have, <laughs> I have, I have you can do broccoli, you yes, can do donuts. I have a popcorn shirt cut out for him. It's like digitally printed, like a popcorn. Uh, like I love He loves that. going to the fabric store with me. He's like, can I have a shirt out of this? He likes <laughs> the novelty prints. He likes the novelty mm-hmm. prints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That is super I, he, awesome. I also made him um, a zebra button-up shirt. It has like uh, alternate zebra print for the pockets and sleeves and he just loves. I need to start making him more shirts because he wears them out i made him a mustache shirt too his like little printed mustaches that everywhere is awesome yeah well i think that i mean it sounds like he is very appreciative when yes, you make no, him he is. Yeah, and i think it's been a while <laughs> we've um i remember i put together a roundup of gifts for guys um a while ago and one of the comments was well you know, you can make it, but are they actually going to wear it? Right. And have mm-hmm. you have you run into yeah. any issues with that? Because it's so sad. My husband was so appreciative of the cardigan that I made him, and like best gift recipient ever. And yet Wait, I haven't. You've never seen him wear yeah. it. Yeah. Wear <laughs> no, 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 no. He does wear oh, it. Good. He wears it, and but the, all the more reason for me to make him more oh, because okay. he was like so yeah. appreciative. Yeah. So, but you guys appreciative recipients on in your experience and things get worn and oh yeah i also make julian uh sleeping shorts too oh, out nice. of jersey nice. um because he's very particular on what he he sleeps in yeah, just like a little super comfy. Uh, yeah uh i just use kind of a pajama pant men's pattern that we have on bird eye just cut it off like short style and um, he wears them like every night. Like even when we travel, it's like I need like my pajama shorts. Aww, stuff. that's so, cute. It's all about his favorites. Like, yeah, he kind of just. It's like how I sew for myself. You find a neat like a need, and then you just kinda, exactly fill it. Kind of mm-hmm. sew for it. So, do you have any favorite like go-to patterns for menswear, uh, or things that you're thinking about maybe trying soon? Well, I know, actually, I would like a recommendation out there for a nice men's t-shirt pattern, you guys. <laughs> Maybe a nice men's polo, because uh, I'm feeling super guilty right now. I know, I Definitely do feel guilty. Definitely check out the Berta, uh, Berta style. Uh, they have some uh, men's uh, t-shirt. They have a pattern, the Pete pattern, um, which is an original Berta style pattern before we started carrying the magazines, and it's a popular, I've made it before. Okay, I'll yeah. look into that, yeah. definitely. Send and it on over to you. I do want to. I do want to say for the record right now that um, I have said before that Mark sews for himself, mm-hmm. and this is true. And he does have a bag full of shirting material and a pattern that he has had sitting there for like four years that he has not touched yet. So me waiting a couple months to make him a t-shirt That's is true. not nearly as okay, bad okay. as letting that shirting sit there for that long. <laughs> and I'm getting close to the point where I'm just going to steal it and make it make something for myself mm. if he doesn't get to that shirting soon. All yeah. right. Well, That's I, my disclaimer. Nice. Well, I did do a little bit of research, and I will say, um, if you guys have heard of Thread Theory, they have a lot. They have some patterns for women, but they also have... Um, the the bulk of what they do is for men and they have some great patterns on their oh, website nice. I'll have to check it out. um they've got jeans they've got sweaters they've got you know your classic button-up shirt as uh-huh. does um colette and um, merchant and mills uh-huh. i feel like a lot of their stuff is actually um could work for a man or a woman so you know you could buy a pattern for your husband and yeah. make something for, for yourself because I'm always lo- I'm always working those angles but um, Thread Theory does co- uh, carry patterns by um, some other kind of smaller independent designers so I feel like that's a really good resource the cardigan that I have sewn was by Wardrobe by me and that was the Far Far cardigan but 
I am on the hunt for some good pants. So I was eyeing the um, free mantle pants by LB Textiles, um, which is a pant that is um, designed for both men and women. It's a pretty basic uh, elastic waist pant that would be good for like Mm -hmm. the lightweight eye cat that I've got to work with. But I've also seen um, a lot of people make the Hudson pants uh, by True Bias for uh, women, for themselves and, and for the men in their lives. It's kind of a more of a tapered um, kind of uh, sweatsuit jogger type pant. Oh, nice. But, um, but I feel like it's it's a little bit um, a, of an upgrade from your average sweatpants. So yeah. those those are on the list for me of, of things that I'm thinking about. But I don't know. We'll see how much I actually do in 2019. I've just got so many plans for myself. <laughs> I know, me right. too. Well, it's only January. It's only so January. We've got You're right. t- well, by the time this comes out, it'll be technically February, but right. Oh, right. it's still right. only February, guys. <laughs> we still have, right. Okay. Whew. Still got 11 months to go. Exactly. But um, one last thing, though, if you haven't sewn a lot for men, what do you think is kind of the most intimidating prospect? For me, it's definitely fits. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like it's necessarily, I mean, if the pattern's designed for men, it's designed to fit men. And, of course, as with women, everybody's got a different body. Mm -hmm. And so there's always going to be those kind of challenges there. But I don't know that it's that different fitting men than it is fitting women. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of the techniques are basically the same thing. They're just slightly shaped different. So I'd say for me, the most intimidating thing is the same thing it always is, which is buttons. I hate buttonholes so much. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's very silly because I have access to plenty of machines that will do automatic buttonholes, but I still I just get so paranoid about them and how terribly it's going to go. And so uh, it's like the last step, right? And if and if you, if mess, it, it if you up, mess it up, you've I messed mean, up the whole thing. That's how it always it's works always for me. Stress induced. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's the most intimidating thing for me about menswear. Yeah, lots of button and buttonholes for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's why you know maybe the t-shirt first and then I'll worry about the polo. Mm -hmm. What the game changer was for me is finally utilizing my actual button sewer on my sewing machine because you know how I hate hand sewing and Mm -hmm. hand sewing buttons is so annoying and so I finally was looked in my manual for once and I was like maybe I'll see how I can use this Mm -hmm. and just kind of zigzags over the buttonholes and like that was like the game changer. So is it you're making the buttonholes in that way or you're actually sewing on the buttons? Sewing on the actual buttons. Because I know I haven't explored that but I've seen people do it. explore that. Yeah it's a game changer huh? Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks, you guys. I feel inspired Mm -hmm. and a little bit guilty, Mm -hmm. but maybe that'll lead to good things um, for my husband. I think we (laughs) should need to, like, set a goal for ourselves. Like, to keep us all accountable. Like, a little challenge. Like, like maybe should we, like, set a date to, like, at least a one thing for our significant others? I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Next um, week, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, let's not let's not go crazy here. How about um, how about June first? Gives yeah, us five June months. First. June first. I can 1st. make some pants by June first. Yeah, I can make um, that hoodie that I want to make Julian, and he wants it embroidered too with his name on it. Aww, I know. It's his name. He does. He goes, can I have my? Because he sees me embroidering things. He's like, I want my name on it. That is so great. I when know. I uh, when I make Mark his uh, polo shirt, I have these little. Uh, they're from Urban Threads. They're these little. Um, they're like the little polo symbol, except there's like little dinosaurs and oh unicorns my gosh. and te- and uh, oh, there's something else, little Cthulhu. 
And so I'm going to have to grab one of those and put it on Mark's pillow when I do that. (laughs) So everyone, keep us accountable. June 1st is... Check in with us. Check in with us. Yes, and make sure that we all have made something for our significant others. And Mark, if you want any... um, Awesome novelty prints. We should, you know, look at that because novelty prints are awfully so fun. fun. Mm-hmm. And Mark does listen, so I am directly talking to him through the microphone right now. Yeah, I don't think Jillian's listened to an episode yet, so please listen to. Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's too busy listening to his other. Po- I'm like, you already listen to podcasts. Just come on, just, just come add on this over. one to your rotation. <laughs> so now let's jump into our Sojo segment where we each share a little something that's giving us some sewing mojo. So, Amanda, why don't you tell us what's, what's your Sojo? Well, now I want to sew everything for date night and for my husband. Um, but I, I'm also on kind of a shirt-making kick. I really nice. love making button-up shirts. Um, and Indie Sew is um, holding a uh, challenge in February. They're focusing on shirts and shirt dresses. And Jill Case, our online editor, is um, going to participate. So she's been going through all of her shirt dress patterns and picking fabrics and things like that. And I, I added a couple to my list, too. Just yeah, I love a good shirt dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Shirt dresses. Especially I, for, like, the summer and spring. They're so right. cute. Yeah. And, and I, I really do like button-up shirts. I'm kind mm-hmm. of looking for different kinds rather than just, like, your standard collared shirts. Mm-hmm. So um, taking recommendations for that. But that's kind of where I'm headed next, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Kate? Well, I don't know. Uh, I just recently started watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh, that's on my list. Yeah. Oh my I've god, watched. you guys, have you have you seen it? I haven't it? watched it. No. It is so good. Is it? it is. It's so funny. I'm really enjoying it so much. And it's set in 1958 through 1959 ish. Mm-hmm. And so they've got these fantastic little 50s dresses, and like the mother wears these beautiful suits. And then then the last episode I watched, they just went to the Catskills. They're wearing their like bathing suits and their summer looks. They're little oh pedal pushers and I just oh it's the costuming is just so beautiful and I just the look is so great and I'm just so inspired by the whole thing and I'm probably not going to do anything with that inspiration because that is not a look that works for my body personally but uh, I am kind of admiring these pretty swingy coats they have meant to go over you know skirts with petticoats on them right yeah and so um, my Berta style coat that I'm about to start making mm-hmm. is very much in that kind of shape so Definitely. I'm kind of pulling into that to be like okay yeah. this is my Mrs. Getting in the zone look in, in that the... I'm doing mm-hmm. here oh so, that's such a good one yeah it's so much fun yeah that's so I highly recommend it. You guys yeah, should watch it. On my watch list. Mm-hmm. Not with kids. Great. Good to know. Yeah. Oh, don't watch it with kids. Oh. Well, I'm not worried about you. Bunny oh, can yeah. see what he needs to see, but don't watch it with kids, Amanda. Okay. I'll Note cover Bunny's taken. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's for his ears. But... Oh, right. Oh, his, his ears are pretty big to cover. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's just a touch of nudity in the first first oh. episode. So. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the warning, Kate. You want them? Content warning, you guys, for Mrs. Maisel and the language. It's mostly language. <laughs> okay, so my sojo is kind of um, getting on that still that menswear, just making that that hoodie. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it when I think I'm going when I get home. I'm going to start that because got in this shipment of all these Shannon fabrics. They're minky, is so Ooh. soft, and it's freezing in Canada right now. Mm-hmm. And 
Bunny has taken a liking to jump in my Shannon fabric. Of course box he has. Snuggle up and he's a smart guy. And Julian, is, I'm going to need a picture of Bunny snuggled up in the box of yes. Shannon fabrics. Yeah, yeah. I posted on my Instagram. It was so, so cute. He just nuzzles, nuzzles up in there. But Julian wants his hoodie out of oh my that gosh, blue tie dye minky. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. With his name Use, on with it. With a pink embroidery of Julian. Someone else okay. might think it was theirs. Exactly. You right. just don't want anyone stealing your exactly. tie-dye hoodie. So it's y- going to be amazing. Use the topper. <laughs> really, really, really use the oh, topper. Oh, yes, yes. No, I will, yes. Um, yeah, thankfully. I. <laughs> You've got a whole bunch you know of that, that I, Yeah, failed miserably doing that the first time. So definitely will do that. Oh, so my that's gosh. that's my show joke. I cannot wait of. to see that, but by June 1st. Yes, by, by June, June 1st. By June 1st. So. And if we get it done earlier. I yeah, mean, we bonus can do points. A, we yeah. can do a check-in when we if we get there before that. But. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to our Sew and Tell segment, where we get feedback from our listeners on our Sew and Tell question. So last week, we asked you, what is your favorite trend for spring and summer 2019, and will you sew it? We got a couple of responses on Instagram, and I will start out with a response from Carol Henderson, who says, no biker shorts. My goal right now is just to sew. Being trendy would be a bonus. I feel you, Carol. Same here. What? No biker shorts? Come on. No, I'm just, <laughs> just I feel like I'm really the only one that's like for this trend. I, I am sure there must be Stay somebody strong, else. Meg. Stay strong. <laughs> you can do it. I'm going to. I am already like styling my outfit, getting it ready for when this polar vortex right. ends. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, like I said, more power to you if you want to do it. <laughs> All right, we also heard from S is for so on Instagram who said, "No solid plans yet, but I keep saying fruity suit to myself, so I'm guessing something like that will happen." Yes. I go. Also hearing you that go. one. Yeah, fruity suits all the way. Love them. Yep. That would be such yeah, a, a fun challenge. Maybe we should start it. Wait, no, we already have a challenge. Oh wait, we do. We have the menswear challenge. I can't I can't I can't do two. I, <laughs> that's right. Fruity yeah, suiting. we should maybe start a hashtag fruity suiting and just see Yeah, maybe see we could get that started. Yeah. <laughs> All right, not okay, a challenge, just a hashtag. Just I, a that hashtag. I can yeah, no challenge. No challenge. Oh, just a hashtag. <laughs> so speaking of what we challenged ourselves with this week, we are asking you guys for our question of the week is, what's your favorite menswear pattern? Yes. Help so me find something to sew for Mark, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Share your suggestions. All right. So let us know your answer to that. You can go to our show notes page or um, get in touch with us on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback. Before we close out, I just want to give you a quick reminder to please take our survey. You can find the link on our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. It'll run through February 21st, and you'll get a free Berta Style skirt pattern as a thank you. We'd love, love, love to get your feedback so we can make sure that we're bringing you content that you love. So take our survey, please. Please. And thank you. Please. And do you know what I realized? That the Berta style skirt pattern that we're giving away was the same pattern I used to make my festive, like, ugly skirt. <laughs> That's awesome. <gasps> Such a cute yeah. pattern. It is a super yeah, cute it's, pattern. It's a really cute pattern. It's it's really cute. It's kind of perfect for this time of year, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love it's it. It's a nice little length. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you want it, go take our survey. Yep. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I think we are done, Meg. It was so nice to have you in Indeed. the studio. It was so fun to record directly with you. This has just been mm-hmm. a great episode for us. Yeah, hope we can do it again soon. Yes, Absolutely. definitely. Next time you're in town, we will be doing it together. Come on back. All right. I w- Thanks for <laughs> listening, and have a great week, everybody. Happy stitching. Bye, everyone. Until next time. For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at fwmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the Sew and Tell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us, too. Thanks for listening, and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a production of FNW Media Studios and is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, Our audio engineer and editor is Evan Rutherford, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer.